Good morning from Westpac and welcome to another Finance AM podcast. I'm Ray Spicer, Westpac Market Strategist. In the financial markets overnight, we saw quite a mix of uh, behaviours among the asset classes. Uh, equities are weaker. Uh, the S&P 500 is currently down around 1% on the day. And in currency land, the safe haven US dollar is higher. Although, within currencies, uh, the commodity currencies outperformed everything. Um, in the commodity block, we saw oil prices slipping a little bit further, and bond yields, they continued to rise, helped last night by a slightly hawkish ECB. Drilling into the currency movements, the US dollar index is currently up 0.6% on the day, uh, with the best performer being the Aussie dollar, then followed by the Kiwi and the CAD, so very much a uh, commodity block night. The Aussie rose from 73.20 to 73.64, and the Kiwi rose from 68.30 to 68.70. So not big movements, but still, um, given that uh, risk-off sentiment in equities, and given that the defensive US dollar uh, did did perform pretty well, uh, that was still a good performance from the uh, commodity block. Uh, the Aussie Kiwi Cross rose from 107.05 to 107.33. In interest rates, uh, higher in the US, the two-year yield, uh, Treasury yield, up from 1.65 to 1.73%, making a fresh high since December 2019. Um, most of that was probably driven by the hawkish ECB. Uh, we also had a key piece of US data, CPI inflation, out, uh, but that was bang on expectations and that uh, appeared to have little net impact on those uh, two-year rates. The 10-year Treasury yield rose from 1.91 to 2.02%. And in Australian government bond markets, via the futures, uh, we saw the three-year yield rising from 1.78% to 1.85% and the 10-year up from 234 to 2.44%. In the commodity markets, Brent crude oil futures are down 1.1% to $110. Copper, though, is up 1.7%. Gold's a little changed, and iron ore is up 1.2% to $158. Now, a bit more on the two big events from last night, uh, CPI inflation in the US and the ECB. So the US CPI inflation uh, rate for the month of February exactly matched expectations at a 0.8% monthly rise, taking the annual pace to 7.9%, which is a 40-year high. And the core measures, the ex-food and energy measures, uh, also exactly matched expectations at a 0.5% monthly gain and a 6.4% annual gain. And the gains in the price basket were quite widespread yet again. And the ECB, um, it left its policy rates on hold, as was universally expected, but it did accelerate the pace of uh, reduction of its quantitative easing program. Um, The long-standing QE program is called the APP, Asset Purchase Program, and uh, the purchases will continue, um, but now at a much slower pace. So they're really winding it down, and it looks like they're going to uh, end uh, data allowing in Q3 this year. Uh, so that was a, uh, a hawkish surprise for the markets, um, and bond yields in Europe and the US and elsewhere um, rose accordingly. The uh, policy rate uh, is expected to be raised sometime after the end of the asset purchase program, again very much data dependent. 
Now, on the day, uh, what's out that could be market moving? <coughs> There's nothing major out on the global calendar. In Australia, we'll keep an eye on uh, RBA Governor Lowe, who uh, takes part in a banking conference panel in Sydney at 9.15am local time. Uh, and in New Zealand, uh, minor data only, manufacturing PMI and food price index, uh, neither of those really market movers. In the Northern Hemisphere, in the US, we'll get consumer sentiment uh, survey from the University of Michigan, and that's pretty much about it. So uh, I'd suggest uh, Ukraine developments and commodity price developments will be to the fore in terms of um, uh, market influence. Well, that's it for me today. Thank you for listening. I'll be back again same time on Monday morning.